All right, good to be with you here on the Friday before all the big football games, conference titles on Saturday, or excuse me, on Sunday with the Ravens hosting the Chiefs, and of course, also the big one uh, in the NFC with the uh, Niners and the Detroit Lions. A lot to cover between uh, now and closing time at 7 tonight. Uh, we'll also um, yeah, work in a little basketball, too. A good weekend ahead for uh, college basketball here in the state and see where things stand uh, right now in uh, the Commonwealth with uh, the NCAA tournament hopes. All right, so been hearing a lot over the uh, last couple weeks about how tired people are, really not even the last couple weeks, the entire season. Let's be honest, since Taylor Swift showed up, right, that there's people are tired of the Chiefs, James. There it is. People are tired of the Chiefs. I'm not trying to, you know, have bad blood here uh, with any of the uh, Chiefs fans. Well done. Or, or the, thank you. Or the Swifties. But it's just reality. I mean, you know, part of it is the success of the Chiefs. Certainly, you're going to get your haters, you know, the haters ball. Um, you know, that's part of it. You, you've won. You've won convincingly a lot. You're in all these AFC championship games. Uh, some of our callers and texters described to me this week, they just want something different. They just want a little something different uh, this time around. So, you know, maybe that's why you got a little of – if you're one of these people like James and I, whose team was eliminated in October – uh, you you know, you just start to root for things that you can't live with, like the Cowboys winning a Super Bowl, check. Eagles winning a Super Bowl, check. And now it's like, okay, those things are out of the way. What do I least want to see for me? That's And we're going to get to that coming up. Like uh, Kind of like a player haters ball for you Chappelle fans out there. You know, the player haters ball as to, you know, the worst possible championship scenario for us. We're going to get to that. Um, rank them four from the least to the most hated that are the teams left. Because, you know, really at this point, you know, who you think is going to win, who you want to win. But what, like, what is your rooting interest? Like, you could pick the Super Bowl, and this is our poll question of the day. What would you want it to be? Because more likely than not, you're not a Chiefs fan. You're not a Ravens fan or a 49er fan or a Lions fan. You're one of the other, you know, 28 that's team is out, and you're just like, dang it, it sucks, and it's hard to watch these games. And I li- couldn't live with so-and-so winning. And it... It feels like most of America is falling on. I can't live with the Chiefs, unless you're in Kansas City, of course, um, or Missouri, because it's, you know, you know, that's kind of confusing, right? Yeah, it's the very Kansas confusing. City, Missouri, the yeah. Kansas, Kansas City thing. It's very confusing. But anyway, it's like, where do you stand on it? Like, what, what drives you crazy? I will say this in defense of the, uh, the Chiefs, and um, they're very famous celebrity fans. Now, of course, with uh, the brother involved, uh, Jason Kelsey, I will say this. I mean, they have been. Very successful. I think for the most part, they have been one of the least annoying kind of dynasty teams we've had in a while. Sorry, Patriot fan. Uh, that we've had in the NFL in a bit. And now, you know, we could also have the conversation. Maybe they're not quite like a dynasty because, you know, they have to do these things consecutively, you know, order to be so. Not just get there, you know. But this was kind of the thing that Andy Reid went through in his days with the Eagles, which was, yeah, they, they would get there, but they didn't always win it. But with Kansas City, obviously, they've been to three Super Bowls, won two of them, lost one. And, they, of course, as we all know, the year they lost, they had, like, no offensive line. It was ridiculous. Mahomes was hurt. Always seems to have, like, a lower, like, an ankle injury or something yep. this time of year. This is probably the healthiest he's been. But it's weird because I feel like the Chiefs are a prohibitive underdog this weekend. And we went through this last week when they were in Buffalo and, you know, people were just ready to uh, write them off. And, of course, they won that football game. It is weird to see the Chiefs at a place where they are not the, you know, not the team to beat. But this is who they are. They're the dogs again this weekend. 
just like the plucky little Lions are who haven't won anything in forever, never been to a Super Bowl. Last road win uh, for the Lions in the postseason was against the 49ers like 50-something other years ago. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy and eerie. And this time, of course, um, that's of course the team they're going to have to go through in order to get to their very first Super Bowl. But I will say of, of the annoying teams, and again, we'll run this down one to four here in a bit, the Chiefs, for me, they're not the number one. They're not. Me neither. They're not. I don't. You know. I don't know. Maybe that's. Maybe I am becoming. You know, too much of a too much of a brand America person. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I've bought into the Taylor Swift, Jason Kelsey, Pat Mahomes on every commercial, Andy Reid now on every commercial too. Maybe we've bought in. Maybe we've been brainwashed. Could be. Or maybe I just respect him. Maybe I just respect him. Maybe you just want somebody to catch Tom Brady. That's my reason. <laughs> I didn't really think of it that way. I, I just think we're in the middle of greatness and we should enjoy it. Because I, I don't, like I, I've relayed this before on these airwaves, when I was in the middle of greatness with the first Michael Jordan Bulls three-peat, I was like, ah, oh, anybody but the Bulls, please get save me with that. You know, I didn't say don't at me because we didn't say that in the right, 90s because right. there was no such thing. Didn't make sense. But I would say something similar when I think about it now. Maybe I was onto something if I would have just thought more about it. But anyway... That time, I didn't appreciate it. Then he leaves for two years, and I'm like, wow, this sucks. Yeah. I mean, there's no real front runner. There's no guy to beat. There's no great, great, great here. Not an all-time great anymore. No offense to Hakeem and Patrick and all those other guys, but anyway. And then when it came back, it was so awesome. And then, of course, Jerry Reinsdorf made sure we wouldn't get it beyond the next three. <laughs> and <laughs> well, then there's that. And then there's that. But it made a great 10-part series during COVID, let's be honest. We didn't know at that time we'd even have such a thing. So anyway, just to sum up, I don't hate the Chiefs like many of you do. And I know we're going to get that today, and that's fine. I'm looking at the early polling, and I can already see the lean on this thing. And we'll let you all weigh in on it. But, you know, who is the team you cannot live with seeing win the Super Bowl? Of the four teams, there's got to be one that you just like... I can't go through it. It will just be too much of a long year if this team is the Super Bowl champion. Uh, as we kind of get into the player haters ball uh, coming up, 757-687-9494. You can text us via that way or call us as well, 757-687-9494 uh, via the Ballyhoo's phone line. So think about it. Let it marinate if you haven't thought about it already. If you don't have like an immediate reaction, then you're really kind of – you know, maybe you don't have a team, you know, and that's all I can yeah, figure out. Because yeah. you got to have some connection to one of these teams, right? Like, either they're in your division. We got a lot of, we got a lot of Pittsburgh fans around here. You know, we, we got your Cincinnati and Cleveland folks. They're not going to want to root for the Ravens, right? And if you're in the AFC West, and if you're a Raiders fan, you'd rather die than root for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I mean, if you're a Rams fan or really anybody in the NFC fan, you probably hate the Niners. I don't know. Do people hate the Lions? I'm sure there's somebody that does. Not yet. Yeah, not yet, I guess, but there will be soon. That's part of you know. That's part of success is is having haters. Um, if you really know what you're doing, you got haters. So seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. We will get to our most hated teams that are left uh, coming up here in a moment on the program again at the X at ESPN Radio nine four one. The poll question today brought to you by Dominion Floor Coverings. What would your choice be for Super Bowl fifty eight? I did get the Roman numerals correct there, right? It is fifty eight. I did do it I'm right. I'm gonna double check That's your work. L V I I I. You got it right. Fifty eight. Boom. You got that was it right. a dynamite. Because I totally screwed up the cicada thing earlier this <laughs> week, and a bunch of people called me out for it the, that night. Anyway, right now the early voting likes the two teams we have not seen in the Super Bowl in a while. In the well, in one case, never. 
is the Ravens-Lions. They're out in the front runners right now. Feels like Ravens Nation is speaking. 757-687-9494. We'll get to your calls on the Ballyhoo's phone line, also the text line, 757-687-9494. We're going to rank them. Four from the least annoying, one to the most annoying with you next here. Scott Jackson Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio, 94.1 Football Friday Edition. Thanks for being along. All right, Chappelle fan uh, folks out there, you may remember one of the great skits of all time, the player hate his ball. Well, this is what we're doing today. Uh, We're hating on the teams that are still left in the playoffs because our teams are out. So if your team's in it, don't participate, okay? I got it. I I know, you know, you got your team. So I've rated the four teams left, four from the least annoying number one to the most annoying, this direction, James. And you have as well, correct? Yep, got it. All right, so let's start here. Um, number four, the least annoying team left in the dance is the Detroit Lions by far. I don't even think it's debatable. Uh, there's nothing. This is a great, cuddly story, uh, you know, along the lines of when we saw the Chicago Cubs win the World Series and, dare I say, even the Red Sox back in the day before they became insufferable jackasses. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, James. It, it, no, it happens. You know, you guys became the Yankees. Let's be real. Anyway, it happens. So. That's the team, and, and also, as a Washington person, they're going to probably load us up with our next head coach, you know, with, uh, with Big Ben Johnson, who's actually not that big. So anyway, so they are my number four team. Who you got? Yeah, how is it not the Lions at four? Like, yeah. seriously, what, what is there to be upset about if the Lions were to, to go all the way? I mean, it would be great for Jared Goff. It would be yeah. great for the city of Detroit. Dan Campbell, the guy that everybody thought was a lunkhead after his initial press conference, who's, you know, morphed into this amazing leader. You wouldn't want to see him holding that trophy up and and that would just you know remove one of those logos away from that graphic of teams that have never been to or won the super bowl right so then you know then those other teams get a little bit of uh incentive there as well so of course it's the lions of four all right number three this is probably not on most people's list uh the chiefs yes i find andy Reid and patrick mahomes to be fine yes they're on more commercials right now than anybody in America. No question about it. They are more overexposed than John Hamm. I agree. However, uh, they're good. You know, if you don't like them, beat them. I mean, all they do is win. Mahomes is incredible. If he were, if you were taking a team, you could start a team with one player in the NFL. Most folks would say Patrick Mahomes, if you're being honest with yourselves. So I got the Chiefs as number three. I'm not nearly as annoyed by the Taylor Swift stuff as others are. Um, and yeah, you know, Jason Kelsey last week, that could have put me over the edge, I suppose, if the Eagles were still in the playoffs. But <laughs> they had already lost and he's retiring, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've got the Chiefs at three as well, just because, again, I w- I would, I'm tired of the narrative, uh, and maybe this is because I'm overexposed to New England people, yes, you but, are. but I'm tired of the, oh, Tom Brady will never see anything like this again, greatest oh, of all it. time, blah, 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 Belichick, the same thing. You know what? As much as I didn't like Andy Reid's early success for obvious reasons when he was with the Eagles and he's beating my team, you know, ever see became a lot less annoying when he went to Kansas City. And you're right. I don't pay attention to all the Taylor Swift stuff. If you guys want to get caught up in that, that's your deal. But no, it doesn't bother me. And I want to and I do want to see greatness. I want to see how long Patrick Mahomes can keep this up. And as long as he doesn't, you know, start throwing hissy fits on the sideline again, because that annoyed me, as long as he can kind of keep that in check, 
I'm all for seeing where this goes. So, yeah, Chiefs at three for me as well. Yeah, no bad blood here with the Chiefs. Uh, gotta shake you, it off, man. If you got, yeah, just shake it off if you got bad blood with the Chiefs. All right, 757-687-9494 is the Valley Hoos phone line. All right, my number two most annoying team. Now, this is I got to explain this, number one. If I were still located outside of the Washington, D.C. area where I used to live prior to coming down here, I would have this team number one because their fans are like the cicadas. They just showed up literally, you know, in the last 30 years and they just they haven't left. And the most frustrating part of it is they're great. I mean, their organization is the picture of consistency. Uh, Front office does it the right way. But it's just frustrating because they have taken over. They have painted the area purple, if you will, up there. That would be the Ravens. Uh, And truth be told, it's hard to have any venom for a team led by Lamar Jackson for me. I enjoy him playing, not just his last name, but the style of play is fun. Uh, I actually like John Harbaugh. I remember a few years ago when Raven fans were treating John Harbaugh like Steeler fans treat Mike Tomlin. And I was like, please fire this man. Please. See what happens. I would love for him to just move down the beltway, but it didn't happen. They will, you know, Steve Bashotti doesn't do dumb crap like that just because fans are mad. So they rode the storm, and here they are hosting their very first AFC championship game. So the Ravens, they are my number two uh, team. You know, I, it's more about the fans than the team, what annoys me about them, but they're number two. And again, because of proximity, because I'm away from it, and in thoughts and prayers to my brother who lives in the middle of Ravens country this weekend. Uh, as a Redskin fan, but yeah, Ravens at number two for me right now. The only thing that keeps Baltimore out of number one for me is who's at number one, and I will get to that <laughs> in just a second. Right. But yeah, Ravens are at two because I don't know. There's just it's not their fans. There's just something about that team, and it's not just this particular team, but like over the last, especially like. I don't know, decade that just rubs me the wrong way sometimes. I don't know what it is. Not all the time. I certainly have rooted for the Ravens against certain teams, but but by and large, I'm just not a Ravens guy. Now, I wouldn't mind seeing Lamar get one. Wouldn't wouldn't mind that at all. But and maybe it's the whole John Harbaugh thing. Never been a big John Harbaugh oh, guy really? for some reason. Don't know why, but this just there's an arrogance about that team that's very Pittsburgh-esque to me. Ooh. I think that they parallel each other more than they like to think that they do as far as uh, fandom is concerned. So, yeah, the, the Ravens are definitely up there for me as far as annoyance is concerned. So I'll, I'll put them at two and for a reason. I should have mentioned I also hate the phrase crab cakes and football. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It freaking drives me yeah. crazy. All right. Uh, they're, they're not the only crab cakes place you can go, by the way, as we all know. All right. So number one's the 49ers. And you're like, well, Scott, why do you care about the 49ers? They're 3,000 miles away from here. Because that freaking 2013 Washington Redskins uh, stupid picture I got to see every damn day. You mean the 3-13 and 13 team? Yeah, the 3-13 and 13 team. Okay. Some other idiot today shared it in the national media that doesn't know the whole backstory, too. So anyway, that is why... I cannot root for the 49ers. I can't see the 49ers. I can't unsee it. And oh, yeah, they have the all-time Hall of Fame left tackle playing for them that they were gifted. Thank you, Ron Rivera, uh, for a, you know a third-round pick, for goodness sakes. That that I just can't. I can't unsee it. And then we're going to have to be drugging like you know the whole Mike Shanahan backstory is going to be brought up Super Bowl week as well and all that and how he was such a victim and all this other stuff over and over and over again. Oh, my God, it's going to be insufferably horrible. So, yes, because this is the player-haters ball, I hate the 49ers most of all these teams that are left, although I have a huge amount of respect for them and know that they are fantastic. Yeah, and I'll preface this by saying I have a lot of respect for many of the players on that team and what they're able to do and how talented they are. But with that being said, if I have to see Kyle Shanahan's smug little face 
holding up that Super Bowl trophy. I, I'm not going to dig that. I, I'm, I'm going to be very, very annoyed by that. And if I have to hear Chase Young spouting off about how, oh, he went to the right place and all this being a key <laughs> contributor and all that stuff, I can't have that. Would I feel great for Trent Williams? Sure I would. Of course I'd feel great for Trent because I think he deserves it. And, you know, it wasn't necessarily his idea to exit Washington, not completely anyway. There was a lot of factors that went into that, but it, there's just, uh, just Kyle specifically. I can't, I can't watch that dude win it all. I just the can't. flat build cap. I want to see him get his heart broken <laughs> again. Quite frankly, I want to see it get ripped out of his chest. I hope twenty-eight to three is the, not the worst nightmare he has to suffer. So yeah, 49ers by a lot. Oh, we and again we did independent work again. This is how it works out sometimes. But oh, there you go. All right, text lines blazing seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. Let's let the hate out today on a Friday. Team, you just would hate to see win it all. Glad we did that. Who's the most hated team that's left? If your team's not playing seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. You can hit us up Ballyhoo's phone line as well. Uh, Tyler says, "I want the Lions to win." Uh, well, I want the Lions to look good, excuse me, but lose this weekend so the Commanders can go ahead and hire Ben Johnson. That's okay. fair. That's fair. That's a fair, that rational fair. thing if you're a Washington fan. I agree with that. Uh, I don't hate that idea. I, d- I have kind of fought myself on that as well. I just think, I, I do think, th- I don't think they're going to win, so I'm not really investing a whole lot of you know emotions in it. And I'm almost like you would almost be better if the 49ers did get to Super Bowl week and they got it all built up and they get a lead against somebody and then they just vomit on themselves again like they have done in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Suffolk says, cannot live with the 49ers fans in my office. Another Pat Mahomes win the Super Bowl. Uh, or, or another Pat Mahomes win the Super Bowl. He goes, so Lions and Ravens for him. All right. Steven wow. Suffolk, like it. All right. That would be, by the way, a very large payout Super Bowl for folks that have invested in that. True. As the... Um, teams going into the year um give me the chiefs Lions super bowl i'm tired of hearing about how much better the 49ers and ravens are and i love quote underdogs that open the season now closing the season especially with the contrast between them historical great and historic failure that is from the 214 all right i like that i like that angle and and you get the taylor swift eyeballs so the ratings would still be good despite yeah. people thinking that having the lions in the super bowl would be a, a ratings nah. killer no nah, it would be uh, very good for the lions uh let's see here 757 says san francisco i don't want to have them i don't want them to have more than dallas oh cowboy fans have the san francisco uh, petty thing going on. i okay. forgot about that all right. i forgot about that angle uh, eight four three no forty ers Shanahan blows another lead. <laughs> Cliff and Hampton uh, says, as a Steelers fan, I can't vote for Baltimore, and I don't want Frisco to have six rings. So I'm going Detroit and Kansas City with Detroit as a Super Bowl champ. Wow, it would be cool if Detroit won it all. It would be. I cool. have to say, it would. just take yourself out of it. Uh, I think that would be that would be good. Yeah, I forgot about the Steeler fans also worried about the count too. In addition to the, um, in addition to you know the the Cowboy fans. It's a good the point. Super Bowl count. I have not really thought about that. Uh, you know, 49ers have been to what 19 NFC title games, which is like unprecedented. But you know, not really the the hit percentage on the Super Bowl is not as great as you would think it would be at that point. No, they've had to go through some. Well, great. The, in the games, NFC, yeah. I mean, you're talking about the Giants back then were incredible. Of course, they lost their Redskins in 83, and they cried like babies about it still to this day. <laughs> you watch the NFL films, Ron, a lot's like in tears. Like, seriously, uh-huh. dude, you had your finger cut off once. You're better than that. What are you bitching about? 
Uh, the Lions winning the Super Bowl would be tragic. <laughs> this is somebody from is Lenny, a Niners fan. First, it would mean they defeated my Niners. Then the low lives of social and betting fanfare will start to bandwagon and have no business existing. <laughs> Lenny, thank you for that. See, the 49er fans have a uh, hate angle, too. Uh, 757, being a Steeler fan, I don't want the Ratbirds to win, and I don't want the 49ers getting their six. Let's go Detroit. So there's a lot of these these total angles, too. I love it. Uh, the Ratbirds is a really good phrase, and I got it working in my vocabulary more. The Ratbirds. Oh, man. I had somebody share me their uh, Super Bowl bets, but they're not telling me how much you could win. I'm, I'm interested, though. Uh, Greg in, from Surrey says, Detroit is the feel-good story. Yes, yeah. they are. They're America's team. Um, <laughs> uh, James, the 252. Lions against either team. No 49ers, please. Kyle is another weasel. No, it's a it, well. So back in the day, your guy Jim Rome used to have the Rat Family. Remember that? And he'd have Shishovsky, and then Mike, Mike Shanahan I was do. in the Rat Family for him as well, which is pretty funny. I kind of preferred the Red Lobster uh, nickname for Shanahan. I liked Red Lobster that was, as well. That was, that was our a guy uh, Smoot that that really brought that into uh, the mainstream. Uh, Jonathan in Hampton says 49, 49ers and and Ravens, but go, Mister Irrelevant. He's earned it talking about brock purdy yeah i think that would that would silence a lot that would of people. that would uh get people fired i mean look it would also maybe give oxygen to the uneducated idea that you don't have to take a quarterback high <laughs> just because you had another fluky brady situation good point you yeah, know? And yeah it's good like, point. again we went through this study last week there's still a lot of proof that picking high is better uh when it comes to uh, when it comes to the quarterbacks. All right, uh, here's another one. As a Bengals fan, I cannot root for the Ravens. I refuse to, and the Chiefs may go Lions. Steelers need to shush the Patriots already. Have them tied. LOL. Stairway to seven denied. I like that. That's good, man. Stairway to seven. Stairway like to seven's good. I like it. 757 from the burner phone. Want the Lions to lose so I don't have to hear about... Uh, hear hear about burpees between Lions fans and CrossFitters. I am over it. <laughs> well, that's a weird turn. I didn't I didn't know there was a CrossFit Lions angle here. I like that. I didn't either. All right, there you wow. go. Uh, James the two five two says Coach Gay is definitely the rat weasel. Me, love me some Jim Rome. Well, don't talk to James about Jim Rome ever. All right, no. James no. James and James. So James and two five two is a lot different from James and the two five or the seven five seven. What's a, yeah, you're you're lucky. I'm on the beginning of this Mountain Dew and not the end. Yeah, he does. Oh man, you get him started on Rome, dude. You're never gonna hear the end of it. All right, uh, keep the texts coming. Uh, 757-687-9494. 757-687-9494. You can also uh, hit us up on the Ballyhoo's phone line. 757-687-9494. Welcome to the Haters Ball here on a Friday. The team you just couldn't stand to see win the Super Bowl. Let me know who that is and what your favorite matchup would be. Uh, we laid it out for you. James and I are complete Niner haters, mostly based on the Shanahan 2013 Redskin picture angle. We just can't stand seeing that damn thing over and over again. And, oh, yeah, we gift-wrapped the left tackle, who's going to be a Hall of Famer to them, too, which is really stupid. All right, um, Jim Harbaugh, by the way, this weekend, will be attending his brother's game 
But uh, you and I are going to talk about what would the etiquette be for his attire. Uh, coming up next, Scott Jackson Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio. 94.1, we are brought to you by Larry King Law. Injured in an accident? Call 757-INJURED. 757-I-N-J-U-R-E-D. James Witham's got your sports center. Welcome back. Uh, our guy Tim Murray will join us uh, coming up at 4 o'clock from VEASAN, the co-host of um, Game Night. Uh, will join us to uh, break down the championship games and the uh, money angles on all of them. So that comes up at four. Uh, we'll check in in Baltimore with Jerry Coleman at five o'clock. They got good news today with uh, the fact that uh, their stud tight end, Mark Andrews, has been activated for the game on Sunday. So what uh, the guy that used to be Lamar Jackson's security blanket, I don't know if he still will be. That'll be fascinating to see. Okay, so now... The uh, news out that Jim Harbaugh, James, is in fact going to be there uh, on Sunday before he heads out to L.A. for for good, right? He is going to be there in attendance cheering on his brother. Um, Does he wear Ravens gear? Apparently his family would like him to. Uh, Would be a little weird if he does that, being that he's now the Chargers head coach, right? Yeah, Um, yeah. My other question is, like, how do they handle... This whole thing with him in regards to, like, he's been given all this access, right? He's been in yep. the locker room. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now, you know, he's on the schedule. Now, I, I think they probably had a lean a week ago that he was taking the job, too. But do you maybe deny some of that? And, you know, the, there's also the Joe Hortis angle that, you know, if he goes, which it appears he will, uh, to take the job to work with him. You know how do you how do you handle all that if you're the Ravens? Do you like say eh, maybe you you can't go back to this line anymore, Jim? Sorry, Jim, you can be here, but you can't be there. And, and would Andy Reid be annoyed if Jim was on the sidelines? You know, with John, maybe like another head coach is basically hanging out on the sidelines yeah. in your division, a division rival of yours. So I'd be interested to see if there's new parameters for Jim this week. Is he just maybe up in the sweet section with uh, Taylor Swift and company? Do you think, by the way, Jim Harbaugh has any idea who Taylor Swift is? No, no. If there if there is a handful of people on planet Earth that has no idea who Taylor Swift is, he's in that group. He could probably walk by her. And I mean, even even Goofy Belichick, right? He's the kind of person that would call her a nice young lady. Yeah, even Belichick said, oh, "I'm a Swifty." You know, he's like, "I like all of her music." Remember that weird thing he did? And I was stunned because I'd have figured he was part of the group as well. And yeah, it turns out not so much. And he said he really liked. Uh, he, he thought it was great. He got, for Travis. He goes, "I'm, I'm happy he's finding himself a nice young lady." I feel like Bill's sitting in a room by himself right now, just listening to Taylor Swift on repeat to try and make himself feel better. Murmuring uh, to himself. Uh, by the way, uh, Joe Thune has been, or Tooney, Tooney, not Thune, it's spelled Thune, but it's Tooney, has been uh, declared out. Oof. Wow, that's big. Yeah, that's a Chiefs final injury report today. Pacheco's still questionable, by the way. Just Oh, he'll play. Came out a second ago, so. But yeah, I just, I'll be fascinated to see if there's any uh, changes, right? Well, and if you were one of the 10 Chargers fans yep. and you see your guy that you just hired wearing Ravens gear, are, are you a little upset about that? Right. I think, I mean, I, get, I don't know who, again, who are the 10s or 20s of these Charger fans? And they're just really, and then some of them are just literally just showing up now, right? Like these Charger fans are just kind of getting there. Will they well, be it's the Mi- Michigan fans are, are finding out how to find their Chargers gear right now. <laughs> that's what's happening. Well, maybe that's what it is. You know, I would almost have more respect for me showing up in Michigan gear. I like think one, that I, one it, last time, you yeah, know? you you, you kind of feel like that could be the lean, right? I could I could see him doing that. Now, remember, people were getting all up in arms about Jason Kelsey wearing Chiefs stuff, 
And then I had to remind people that, A, he's a free agent. Right. As of, you know, him losing, he was a free agent. So him having Chiefs gear on is not that, I mean, it's still kind of a big deal, but not that big of and a he's deal. He's retiring, too. And th- but this is an active Likely. now active head coach. Yeah, it's an active in head the coach. NFL. You so I- you can't have him on the sidelines before yeah. the game. Before the game, fine. Yeah, do your little walk down there. You know, give your brother a hug. But then you got to send him up to the suite. You cannot have this dude yeah. walking around on the sidelines because yes, that is your brother, and you want to be there to support your brother. But at the same time, I think we know that Jim is is he's a football coach. Yes, he and is. And if he he's going to be looking for angles too, it's not just going to be him there down there clapping for his brother. No, no, he's going to be paying attention. What if they also say, "Hey, Jim, look, we got you a suite. It's behind the Ravens bench because they don't want him looking at the Ravens bench, <laughs> <laughs> picking up anything for next year." That's a good point. You know, they don't want him picking up anything. For what next are the year. What are the Vegas odds on whether or not Jim will keep his shirt on in the yeah. suite? I think pretty Allah good. Jason Kelsey. Yeah, I think they're pretty good that Jim's not going to get that out of control. But yeah, it'll be, it's, a, it's a little different. I mean, there's a little different uh, different taste to it now with with him being an active coach. Is how they you know let him to roll around all he wants as he d- has done in the past there. And by the way, if you want to watch a game, the last place you want to be is on the stinking sideline, man. I'll tell you what, that is true. There is nothing worse than as you know every week. It is the hardest place to get angles, to uh-huh. get depth of perception, is on field level for a football game. It sounds cool. The first five minutes, the pads popping, all that stuff being close is really fun for a little bit. And then you're like, I can't see this dang game. Yeah, when you're right in front of it, 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 it can be cool at times. But then there's also times, especially when, when you're a sideline reporter like like I do. Yeah. And you've got to literally sprint from one side. If there's a big play, you've got to sprint from one side of the sideline to the other so you can get back to actually being able to see what's going on. Because you're right, you can't really see everything from the sideline. You yeah, can't. it's a bad depth of perception. And for coaches, you know, they're used to being on the sideline. But I, you know, when they, but they, what do they watch every week? Coaches film with right. shot up. There's high. a reason they yeah. have coaches film that shot up high so they can see everything. But yeah, I would, it would be interesting to sit next to Jim Harbaugh at a game to see what, what he's, uh, what he's tuned in on, um, with all this stuff. But anyway, he is leaving Michigan. Uh, he is, uh, now heading to Baltimore for the weekend. I think he spent his last couple of days in Michigan. Then he's going to go to Baltimore for the game on Sunday and then Los Angeles for good. Uh, and head back to L.A., he says, uh, today in an interview in the Detroit News. Also found this interesting. The 60-year-old Harbaugh uh, mentioned this um, when he was talking to uh, the Detroit News. He said, I was there in the building. Um, remember, he played for the Chargers in 99 and 2000. Uh-huh. So I mean, that's a long time ago. Like that's, you know, 24 to 5 years ago. But he said, when he was there in the building, people were still there who were there when I was playing. So as they were good to me then, they're good to me now, and good to me through the years. Just felt like they left the light on for me. All right. So this was always his target. Like, there's always been these rumors. He's like the Bears. They like this team. They like that team. But, you know, listening to him now, it sounds like this was always his hope, was to get back there. And I think we all kind of knew that. I think that was the writing that was on the wall. It just took a lot longer to happen than we expected. Well... They also have a really good quarterback, which didn't Well, hurt. that helps. <laughs> they finally got a really good quarterback, which didn't help in a lot of money. Still not seen figures, by the way. I've not seen dollar signs yet. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised we haven't gotten that I got to think yet. we're going to get that soon. Maybe it has not been filed as of yet, but anyway. Well, did you see that Canellis got a six-year deal with the Panthers? See, everybody gets six years of the Panthers. Because you have to, right? I mean, you have to get six years of that guy. 
And man, think about all the coaches he's paying. I mean, it's got to be good to be a venture capitalist. I mean, well, and and the odds of him money. actually finishing out that six years oh, has got to be right? really interesting. I mean, how many decades do you think he'll go before he is actually just paying one coach? <laughs> how many decades will we, <laughs> we will any of us be alive to see the day? That David Tepper is just paying one football coach. Oh my gosh! Well, we, will you, there be a day you have just... to wait at least five years, right? <laughs> at least five years, because before that could possibly happen. Wasn't Matt Rule's a seven-year deal? So let's yeah. just get a little smarter. This was only a six-year. What was uh... Reich's was a five? Wasn't Reich was it? a five, which is kind of insulting that Frank Reich. Uh, if I was Frank Reich, I'd be kind of insulted by that. But uh, I'm, I'm almost positive that Reich's was a five. Right. So, so, his, so his you'd five. have to wait at least five years for him to only be able to pay one coach. Wow. So his contract runs through, Reich is owed $36 million through 2026, it says. Huh. Interesting. So he had shorter, a shorter than we contract. thought. Interesting. So he's through 2026. Matt Rule, though, now that's different because Matt Rule, they have to pay a portion of it because whatever the difference is between the Nebraska uh, deal, right? Like that's how, that's that's part of that. Oh, like that's the, right. It is way so more complicated. So Matt Rule apparently also had to sue the Panthers. I'd forgotten about this last year. A lawsuit against the Panthers says the team owes him five million in severance pay. He was at approximately thirty-four million dollars by the time at the time he was fired, and now he says there's more money uh, involved there. So that's pretty nuts. He's probably not wrong. No, he's probably not wrong. So no, no I'm sorry. So he, and then he signed an eight-year deal with Nebraska, which is just under ten million a year. So yeah, he, he's still owed money by the Panthers. As well, so it's still good. We're still several years away from the Panthers just actually paying the current coach, assuming. Assuming he lasts right, assuming that he long. Lasts, which is a huge, huge assumption. All right, 757-687-9494. Cliff in Hampton says, with Kansas City-Detroit Super Bowl halftime, it'd be cool if Taylor Swift and Eminem performs. Well, it's Usher right now, right? Usher is – but they always do ask people to come in. And it wouldn't be surprising if he asked one of them, if they're, especially if they're already going to be there. Well, in the case of Eminem, he has been a guest on the halftime like a few years ago. Yeah, right? it was him and Dr. Dr. Dre and he Snoop. He was part of the Dr. Dre thing. That one was awesome. Yeah. Usher is the headliner, but I'm sure he's going to have more than just himself. But that's possible. I actually think Taylor wouldn't do it. Do you think she would be out? I, I don't think she'd do it if Usher asked. Well, I think she has to be in her. I think she's so big that she would have to do it by herself. Like, I would think she'd so. She'd have to be the headliner. Like, she'd be back next year as the headliner and the people around her. I mean, it is kind of, it is almost crazy if they don't ask her at least next year. Yeah. To be honest with you. Um, Vince says, anyone but the Ravens. <laughs> Their second most famous player is a kicker. I don't know what's worse. The overrated crab cakes, or their crime rate, the Baltimore oh armpit of the gosh. East Coast. Wow. Vince just wow. went right in. Vince Scorched just went right in. Earth. Although it's funny, there's somebody that uh, when I was at Eagle's Nest on Sundays, there was a there's a woman there, diehard Baltimore fan. She wears a Justin Tucker der- jersey every right. week. So I finally asked her, I was like, why, why would you get the kicker's jersey? Right. She's like He's not going anywhere, and he's the only one I can count on every week. That's a great call. I said, okay, yeah, that's that's fair. Oh, my God, Vince, that was wonderful. Uh, 757-687-9494. So if you're just joining us, like, what is this? So we did the uh, player haters ball earlier, um, rating our least hated teams that are left to the most hated teams. James and I fell on the Niners. A lot of people hitting on the Ravens uh, here so far. Actually, fewer hate, hate on the Chiefs than I thought. Uh, 757-687-9494. Ballyhoo's phone line. The team you cannot stand to see win the Super Bowl. Share it with us. Uh, we'll be uh, checking in throughout the show on the uh, text line and obviously on the um, Ballyhoo's phone line as well with that. 
we will get to the betting angles of this game coming up at 4 o'clock when Tim Murray joins us. All right, we're going to spin around the league next with all these uh, coordinator openings as well, where things are going. We'll get to it. Scott Jackson, Joe Priority on Sports Radio 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Law. Injured in an accident? Call 757-INJURED, 757-INJURED. All right, we're brought to you by uh, Larry King Law. The um, text line 757-687-9494 uh, via the text line. Uh, Kristen Urbana says, um, I get the Niner hate being a Commanders fan myself. There's just something about Brock Purdy being in the position to win Super Bowl. I'd actually love to see that. Just hear the fallout the next morning on every single sports show and how huge was that Roquan Smith trade. Mm-hmm. Their defense got so much better after the trade. He is everywhere on the field all the time. Um, he also uh, points out that maybe it'll be Jack Harbaugh that takes his shirt off. Their dad was <laughs> awesome in that interview before the first Michigan playoff game. He might. He oh, might. Oh, gosh. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if, there was, if I were to pick yeah. one of the three that would actually do it, I think I would go with Jack. Uh, via the 757, anybody but the 49ers are really like to see Lamar Jackson play and get a ring. Uh, so he gets the respect he deserves. However, if Detroit won, that'd be nice for them because they've suffered so long. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I really like him uh, after the quarterback show. But I'm Team Eminem, not Team Taylor Swift. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I'm a Redskin fan, so I suffer for long. I don't really even know who to pick. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. So today is the um, anniversary of their last Super Bowl. I Super saw. Bowl 26, yeah. which is always sad. Because it's so damn long ago. Um, mathematically speaking, uh, it would have been 92 year, right? 92, 90, it was 91 season, obviously. 92 Correct. Year, yep. 32 years. Did I have that right? That's it. 32 years. That hurts. That's horrible. It's horrible. Horrible. Uh, Chris Urbana says, uh, I've acquired a deep hatred for the Chiefs, to be honest with you. Pat Mahomes just sounds like a crybaby. Well, he sounds like Kermit the Frog, by the way. He does. After a loss that was weird, a speed walking thing, he does uh, come into the huddle, the sidelines. It feels so creepy. Uh, <laughs> wow. The rest of this is great. looks like she could go mental at the drop of a hat, and his brother <laughs> is a mini version of him and seems to be complete sure. His, his brother is a punk. I'll give no, you his that. His brother is yeah. a TikTok star, right? Well, I mean, I'm sure he thinks so. If there's, something, if there's such a thing, I think, is, is the proper phrase. He's a he's a um, social media influencer. He's a social media influencer, but uh, the the wife though I, I I get what he's saying with that. Yeah, social media influencer. Um, but anyway, yeah, the wife is um, she's interesting. She was a a Division one athlete. She played soccer. She's very good, apparently. Uh, but I think she's actually kind of taken a lower profile the last couple of years because of Mrs. Kelsey, the mom, uh, Travis's mother. Well, and now she's basically. Gone thanks to Taylor Swift. Yeah, and then Taylor Swift has just sucked the life out of the, everything, right? Although, she, although, to Mrs. Mahomes' credit, she's quick to get into the uh, picture with him, right? Yeah, Which, she is. Quick picture picture with uh, with Taylor. So anyway, all right, keep them coming. 757-687-9494. There are no wrong answers. It's all personal hatred. Whatever your personal vitriol uh, may be as well, feel free to uh, have at it. All right, so quickly, some coaching roundups here. Um, we saw yesterday that Kellen Moore might go get an interview or was on the list of people to interview, excuse me, for the uh, front office or for the uh, offensive coordinator job with the Philadelphia Eagles and with the Cleveland Browns. And uh, apparently Kellen Moore is kind of the hot candidate out there too, right? He's, Seems like it. He's got some more opportunities. <laughs> no fun intended. <laughs> Maybe there was uh, there uh, that he also could be 
on um, some other radars beyond just the uh, just those two teams, including the the Buccaneers now because they need a they need one because Rob Canales has just left uh, for the head coaching job. Well, and they're the interviewing Ken Dorsey. Yeah, that's weird too. Which is interesting. And yeah. Doris is also going to interview with with somebody else as well. I can't off the top of my oh, it was the Browns. It was the Browns earlier. Well, I know week. who the other one was. They saw Kellen Moore Raiders because of Tom Telesco. I don't think that's been officially you know handed out, but that is a possibility because of Tom Telesco. They're saying interesting. Your guy Joe Barry could end up on the Eagles staff, not as a coordinator. Unfortunately, I that, saw that. That would be awesome if he was a coordinator, but no, instead as the. Uh, as somebody on the staff, like that's a staff. I think position. they said like linebackers coach. Yeah, was that, that seems to be at. Joe's speed. You know, he's just not a. He's Which not means a that not only did Ron not get the DC job, he also did not get the linebackers coach job, which is something you'd think he would try to do. I think he's got to take a coordinator job. If he, I don't think he's going to get one, but I think that would be like so low to go from head coach to a linebackers coach. Boy, that's a no. I agree, but and again, he's getting paid this off season. So like, true. What's, what's this season? I'm sorry. So what's the difference, right? True. So he doesn't have to take a job. It's true. Yeah, he doesn't have to take a job at all. I mean, if he doesn't want to. But maybe he does. Maybe he's got the maybe he's got a little Andy Reid in him. Like Andy Reid didn't want to take a year off and he jumped right back in it. You know, granted, he got a coaching gig. He had a good one too. That's a little difference than um, you know, sitting it out for a while. I you know, to me, I you know, Rivera again, Capitol Hill, um, State Senate, you know, something like that. That that's that's his speed. That's where he's gonna be at some point. Seven five seven six eight seven ninety four uh ninety four seven five seven six eight seven ninety four uh ninety four. Cowboy Travis says a Kellmore is a terrible play caller. He doesn't understand situational football like third and one. This guy will call a trick play and lose five yards. So many times this happened in Dallas. Yes, agreed. I'm I was look, McCarthy could big flex on that. Their de- their offense was a lot more consistent and smarter this season. Someday we're gonna look back. And realize that we had Brandon Staley and Kellen Moore on the same coaching staff. Yeah. And how horrible that was. <laughs> exactly. Um, Chris and Urbana also says, I also don't want to see the Lions get one, as that would be one more team in front of the Commanders to last win the trophy. Well, dude, those there's too many. That list is too long to worry about. One extra at this point. That list is a long one. All right, Tim Murray's going to uh, hook up with us here momentarily. Talk to him about some of the angles from the the gambling perspective this weekend when it comes to these conference title games between the 49ers and, of course, the Detroit Lions, which is the nightcap followed by the first game, or I should say following, it will follow the Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs. And it looks like it might be rainy in Baltimore. We'll talk. Jerry Coleman joins us at 5. We'll find out what his forecast says. But it looks like there could be uh, some wet weather there uh, as well. Um, one other coordinator situation, the Raiders did, in fact, interview Cliff Kingsbury for their offense coordinator job today. They also had Luke Getze in the other day and Alex Van Pelt, who was with the Browns until just a few weeks ago as well, as Antonio Pierce tries to finish out that staff. I'll I tell you what, the um, the fact that the fact that the uh, you know, you get your head coach done, and you can get on this jump on the on the staff is is a big deal. I mean, that oh, it is. is a it's little a bit huge of concern deal. for uh, Ben Johnson's ability with the Commanders. I would say, unless of course, you know, there's some of this stuff being done ahead of time, and they're like, "Yeah, everybody, calm down, calm down. We'll be all right. You know, we're gonna get this done, and maybe there's some, you know, 
behind the scenes jockey and going on already. All right, seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. Uh Tim Murray on the other side. We'll also get to the final two NFL vacancies and the head coaching front in the next hour. And uh, NFL awards finalists announced the other day what those tell us too. Scott Jackson Show Party Auto Sports Radio ninety four point one. We're brought to you by Larry King Law injured in an accident. Call seven five seven injured seven five seven I N J U R E D.